Howdy, y'all. Do you need a quick, nutritious pick-me-up but don't have time for a sit-down meal? Grab some RC Chirp and Jerk Beef Jerky. Social media is raving about RC Chirp and Jerk Beef Jerky, which is handcrafted in Austin, Texas, and it's available in four delicious flavors, guaranteed to make your taste buds happy. Click the link on our website to order your RC Chirp and Jerk Beef Jerky today. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Listen, now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha. To the funny farm. To the funny farm. You know, I like I said before, I knew this was going to be my theme song when I heard it, and I heard it many, uh, many years ago, riding on my bicycle. No, I had a banana bike, but I had the old-fashioned regular bike with the, I don't know, the old-fashioned bike, two wheels and. Had light and a bell on it. Used to ride it to the movies. Used to ride it all over town. Town of Melanocket by Mount Katahdin. That's where I grew up for about 11 or 12 years. And then moved to Holton, uh, which is about uh, 60, 70 miles north. More of an agricultural town. Melanocket was a mill town. Had the Great Northern Paper Company. Where many, many people were, including my dad, my cousins, many friends. And uh, I remember hearing this song. It, it's quite old. It's from the 60s, 66 or 67, I think. And uh, I knew this would be my theme song. I love the song back then. There's a lot of, lot of uh, strange songs. I did a, when I first came on here, I did a, a whole show about weird songs. I have to retouch and revisit that. But this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. But I do my show again, once again, from uh, New England, North Great Northeast, the Great White Northeast right now, to borrow a term from Doug and Dave McKenzie, uh, <laughs> McKenzie Brothers, the Great White North. How's it going, eh, you hoser? <laughs> oh, I love that. That was from SCTV. And I think they did a movie called Strange Brew in 83 or 84. It was funny. My nephew Derek, he loved that movie. And I think they were even on Saturday Night Live, but I might be mistaken. They even made a Christmas album. Twelve Days of Christmas, eh? That was funny as hell. But anyways, I, I got that song. I knew that would be my theme song. It's my main theme song. And I did a whole show about weird songs like Camp Granada and My Ding-a-Ling. All kinds of weird songs. We'll have to go over that, revisit that uh, someday. So we're getting into March, March Madness, St. Patrick's Day. We'll have a visit from Leo the Leprechaun. Always after me, Lucky something. Can I say Lucky Charms? I guess I can. I like Lucky Charms. I just like to buy those snack packs. Remember the snack packs? You get like eight boxes in a, in a group. They still make them. And they don't call them sugar pops now. They're corn pops. Not very uh, politically or marketedly uh, smart to call anything sugar. Sugar daddy, sugar pops. So, um, yeah, I used to love those. And, of course, you, you always, uh, we used to buy the cereal for the prizes in it. My favorite, probably, cereal of all time is, is Captain Crunch, so the original Captain Crunch. And uh, still remains one of my favorites. Although I do eat a lot of oatmeal because I'm on my, quote, planned diet, which is working out okay. I mean, I've dropped some weight in the last couple months. Not as much as I want to because... Not really doing much for physical. I'm, I haven't swam as much. Uh, basketball gets canceled a lot, our league, because of uh, 
weather. We've had a, just a, they said it wasn't going to be that bad of a winter. They say that every year, and it was horrible. I guess the farmer's almanac was right. The uh, Oceanic Society weather said we might get, uh, or we will get uh, El Nino, which would make New England have a, a mild winter. Well, that's not the truth. The snow banks are 20 feet high. It's snowing as I speak. So uh, and that didn't work out. So we're getting into March. I don't want to, like as I've said, and I think many of you agree, you don't, especially you hit 50 and older, you don't want to wish your life away because you don't know how much is left of it or whether Kim Jong-un will drop one on us or the Soviets. Still don't trust them. And Chinese, I don't know why they'd want to blow us up. They own about half the country. We owe them literally trillions of dollars. They have uh, factories here. They have seaports. They have storage centers. Why would they want to blow? Why would you blow up your own house with valuables in it? Because not even the insurance company is going to cover that. But anyways, getting back to cereal. Uh, I used to, you know, the prettiest package, you go down the cereal aisle, it was like a, a cornucopia, to take a quote from uh, A Christmas Story, with the toys, but except uh, with cereal, and which one to pick out. Did it have a contest? Sometimes you could get a kite. Peanut butter, too. Jeff used to, you could mail away, send away. I think it was Jeff or Peter Pan, you could send away for a kite. They'd send you a kite. Then the smoothie cookies, you save so many smoothie coupons, remember, 25, 5, 50, 500. You save so many and you could get a free box. And I did, I sent away for them, I got a free box of uh, smoothie candy bars, the little, I don't know, even know what's in them, mallow cups too, those. I don't know if they still do that or not. I'm uh, off candy, so to speak, so I don't really know. But I will look into it. But this is the Toxic Wise S show. We're getting into March. March Madness will be coming up. Basketball, NBA playoffs, Celtics. They look good, then they don't. They look good, then they don't. So I'm really frustrated watching them. The uh, high school tournaments are coming to uh, a head. The uh, hometown Holton Shire Towners here, boys team, won the North Class C division. And they'll be playing in the state. And we'll get into that later on. Uh, my good friend Christina girlfriend. She, uh, her daughter Lucy plays for Hamden Academy and they are going to the States to play against Greeley and we'll see how they do. So it's kind of mad March Madness here for all high school and coming up for college and the NBA is getting into, I think there's like 21 games left, something like that. I'm not counting on the Celtics to do much and I said this and I was talking to somebody today at the grocery store because we had a snowstorm, we had to go out and get supplies and I was talking to a another mark and he we talked about how they were Celtics we're kind of done with them we're, we're just frustrating to watch them it's like watching a racehorse that should win that comes in third and fourth it's really frustrating and they were so much more fun to watch and folks I'm sure uh, I think I touched on this a little bit but I'm sure you've heard about well not Tom Brady or Gronk for a change uh, not that they've ever done anything bad but uh, rumors of trades and retiring and being too old and can the Patriots do it again? Well, they did it again. They did it again. Super Bowl champs. And uh, <coughs> very sweet to beat L.A. in baseball and then football. It would be real sweet to have the Lakers-Celtics revival go back. And that's not looking very good. The Lakers may not make the playoffs and I, I have the I have the way the Celtics are playing now. I have them getting bounced the first, first round. But 
I'm sure you've all heard and you all know about uh, Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, worth almost, I think, $5 billion. Now, he's right up there. There's many more, uh, not many more, but there are more wealthier people, men and women, uh, Warren Buffett, uh, Spielberg, perhaps, some others. But $5 billion ain't bad, folks, and you own uh, one of the best franchises in sports history, the New England Patriots in Foxborough, Massachusetts, where they play at Gillette Stadium. Now, I don't know if he owns all of Gillette Stadium or if that's a conglomerate or incorporated. I don't know. But Robert Kraft has been going out. He lost his wife a couple years ago, sadly enough, and we all felt bad. But he's been going out with a supermodel, uh, 39 years old, very pretty. And I guess they've been on and off. I'll get her name later. Um, she's got like a three-part name, like Lorna Doon Johnson or something. I don't know. It's different name. She's 39, he's 77 or 78, <clears throat> and he got caught in Florida at a massage parlor. Now normally that probably wouldn't be a big deal, but pressures come on the police department and the Bunko squads to put pressure on especially illegal uh, sex trade and sex trafficking and underage girls and forced labor and forced prostitution. Now, it's one thing if you want to do that, be an escort or prostitution, but it's another thing if you're A, underage, and B, being forced to do it. And that's what it appears to be in many cases. So it just so happened that the state of Florida was putting a big push in, on breakdowns on, uh, on getting uh, massage parlors and sex trafficking. And Robert Kraft happened to be in South Florida and went into a massage parlor. I guess they have video evidence of it. I'm not sure how he's going to be able to dispute any of it. Good old video, high-def video of him coming in, going out, I guess a couple times. He's doing court in April. I don't know. Maybe they'll come to some agreement before then. He's not really facing jail time because jail time is usually reserved for, even though it's a misdemeanor, for repeat offenders. Same with drunken driving, things like that. becomes a felony if you keep doing it, driving without a license, driving drunk, driving under suspension, going to hookers. If you keep breaking the law, eventually what you're doing, even though shoplifting even, after I think the third or fourth time, it's a felony because you've done it so many times. So he's not looking at jail time, most likely. He's looking at a fine, charitable work, community service and perhaps taking a class on uh, the dangers both for the client and the girls in sex trafficking. So that's where we're at right now. And it's been all the buzz <clears throat> even for the Boston Sports Channels and networks and anchors and sports talk people that like him and he's done a lot for charity. He has. He's very good with charities. He's given away millions and millions and as a patriot and as an individual but um, it's uh, you know he's not above the law no one is supposed to be not even me Richard M. Nixon remember the Watergate crop well, I got screwed on that deal same with me Bill Bubba Clinton well you know no one's supposed to be above the law and they knew who he was 
maybe if it happened in Boston, <laughs> maybe they don't do anything, you know. They once asked a cop what would Tom Brady have to do to be arrested, and the cop was like, well, some pretty bad stuff for us to take him in because we want him to win Super Bowls. Unlikely you'd ever see Tom in a brothel or a massage parlor. I'm not saying you couldn't, but it's very, very highly unlikely. So that's where we're at. It looks like it's going to come to a trial. He's been formally charged, so we'll have to see what happens. It may get settled before it goes to trial. It's not officially movie review time, but I do want to talk about one movie that I just saw. Uh, isn't it romantic? With uh, I, and the na her name escapes me. She's been in some movies and she's okay, but they try to make a whole movie about this uh, overweight British blonde girl lady. I don't know. I can't think of her name. It was horrible. Isn't it romantic? Isn't funny? I didn't even. I might have chuckled twice through the whole thing. Just you don't believe any part of it. Even in fairy tales, you believe some of it. Suspension of disbelief. She works at a, a advertising agency or something. How many times have we seen that? And it's a really non-funny, non, just terrible. And it's really sad because there's people out there that can make funny movies. You see it on YouTube, uh, independent films, independent series, and they can't get their shows and TVs on or distributed. And this turd movie makes it. It's... Uh, it's terrible. It's really, really sad. Isn't it funny? Isn't funny. I mean, isn't it romantic? Yeah. It isn't funny. It's tongue twister there. Here on the Toxic Wisex Show, we got more uh, coming up, so stay with us here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada. But, again, doing my show from beautiful, snowy, cold, 40 below, 50 mile an hour wind gusts, northern eastern Maine, northern New England, by the Canadian border, by the New Brunswick-Canadian border, Roostick County. But someone said today in the news, uh, they were interviewing people, what they thought about this never-ending winter from hell. And they said, well, at least it's not hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, mudslides, or earthquakes. And I guess you have a point. And like I've always said since I started this show, you always have something to deal with no matter where you live. Even in beautiful tropical Hawaii, you get the volcanoes. So wherever you live, we've gone over that before. You know my point of view on that and politics. So by the way, Kim Jong-un and Donald Trump are set to meet in Vietnam. Vietnam, that was a terrible war, really. 58,000 killed in 10 years. Just uh, you know, LBJ, McNamara, Nixon. Got to give credit a little to Nixon. He finally got us the hell out of there. Just terrible. Uh, the thing is, the North Vietnamese and the South Vietnamese, who we were fighting for, they their political government was so corrupt and horrible. I've gone over that. But anyways, uh, Donald Trump and Kim Jong Un getting ready to meet. I ready to meet Donald Trump. Ah, uh, this is Kim Jong Un. I just uh, thought I'd say a couple things. First of all. They took video uh, pictures of me uh, smoking cigarette, you know, just like a high school kid out back, <laughs> you know, by the dumpster or something, smoking cigarette. So uh, I didn't care for that. But anyway, my, my um, armor train got me here, my armor choo-choo train, woo-hoo, and all my bodyguards almost ran over some of them. So I'm ready to meet Donald Trump. That's right. We're going to meet, and you're going to stick all those missiles right up your ass. Well, that's not very nice. Well, anyways, uh, they're getting ready to meet. We'll see what happens.
Okay, sports fans, the uh, basketball season, NBA and college, is moving right along. High school's uh, all done, at least in uh, Maine, and most of New England. Every state does it kind of differently. Some high school, high school games in some states even have a shot clock, which they don't here in Maine yet. I think it's coming, probably a 30-second shot clock. And maybe they go to four 10-minute quarters or something like that. I don't like the... I don't like the uh, uh, the court. In high school, it's okay, but if they go to that in college like they do in the women's games, for me, there's enough effing breaks in the game. They don't need another 10 minutes in between quarters because that's what they do. The timeouts are bad enough as it is, and halftime's like 20 minutes long. Uh, it's gotten ridiculous. It's gotten so lots of times. I watched like the last half, the last 10 minutes, even the NBA games. Celtics have been playing well. They beat the Golden State by 30. They beat the Lakers, and they beat the Sacramento Kings. Sorry, Dave, Doc Dave, my friend's team, Dave Jorgensen. I hope they make it, Sacramento Kings. They'd just like to make it because they, they could give Golden State trouble. They played them well. They've lost most of the games, but they played them well. They played them almost even. And when they get Bagley back, I think they're going to be a contender. So hopefully they can sneak in there. I was I was surprised that the Clippers are actually trying to make the playoffs because if the Clippers make the playoffs, their lottery pick, or their, not lottery pick, but their draft pick will go to the Boston Celtics. If they hadn't made it, they keep their draft pick. Could be a lottery pick if they don't make it. You get ping pong balls. It's really confusing, isn't it? But anyway, the Celtics are playing good. Bruins are playing really well. Baseball is getting ready. We're uh, already had the time change, and we're getting ready for spring. But we still have about, uh, I'd say, 18 or 19 feet of snow outside, and it's snowing as I speak outside the studio here in northern, northeastern Maine, Aroostook County, the Great White North East. The Great White North is Canada. The Great White Northeast is uh, New England, Maine, pretty much, northern, northeastern Maine. I'm about 100 miles from the coast. And yet here's a strange phenomenon that I never saw growing up until the last probably 10 years. The seagulls actually come here 100 miles in looking for food. I don't know if it's the atmospheric pressure, the lack of, now they don't have that many fisheries or canneries on the coast as they used to. I don't know what it is. But I never saw seagulls coming 100 miles in. And actually, they come in 150 miles because I've seen them even north of here, about 30 or 40 miles, up in Presque and Caribou, Maine. Now, isn't that strange? I never saw that. I never saw a seagull growing up in Maine until I went to the coast. Rockland or someplace. We used to play Rockland, Maine in the Christmas tournament, not in the regular season. They'd come up for Thanksgiving, and we'd go down there for Christmas. Fun. We, st we didn't stay in motels. We stayed at uh, people's homes, players and coaches. I stayed at the football coaches. Rudman, Rudman, something like that. Really nice guy, big, jolly guy, football coach. He showed us football films for like two days. I never played football. We didn't have football in Aroostook County. Had it in Millinocket when I was growing up till about age 11, peewee football. I remember looking over the uniforms and the helmets in the store, wanting one really bad. But I uh, got to Aroostook County and they have soccer instead of football. Now, they have football here. Some of the schools do. My old high school has into football. They've struggled. They made the playoff a couple times, but they've had some rough seasons. It's hard. It's a Class C school. be Class B next year. They had a good season in basketball. 
But they're moving up a class. It's going to be tough in Class B, Northern Maine. Because you got Orono, Old Town, John Babs, Herman, Foxcroft Academy, Prescott, Caribou. Whoosh, going to be tough. MCI, going to be tough. Going to be a tough end. And they, they could go 7th or 8th place. And uh, they got to win at least, I'm going to say, 10, 11 games to get into the tournament. Or maybe even get a playoff spot. So it is going to be tough. And that's our look at sports. Uh, as you know, Bob Kraft, owner of the uh, New England Patriots, got caught uh, supposedly, I think he did, in the uh, massage parlor, I think a couple times. And he's claiming innocence. I think he ought to just pay the fine and be over with it. Because if he goes to court, they're going to show the video they have of him. That won't be nice. If he did it, he ought to just fess up. What the hell? Admit you're human, and you screw up like the rest of us in some ways. So, although I've never been to a massage parlor. I've seen plenty of them, but no, that's not for me. That's not my style. I, uh, I never was into that kind of thing. Kind of like uh, Gomer Powell, Eddie Haskell, and Jerry Lewis all rolled into one. That's me. Oh, Eddie, don't do that. You know what I mean? So, well, let's a look at sports here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. It is movie review time. Yes, folks, it's movie review time. And I did see Captain Marvel, who is a woman. I liked the Wonder Woman. I did like that movie, but I didn't care for this Captain Marvel. I, uh, not, uh, I'm, you know, I'm old school and, um, uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not against women uh, moving forward and having equal rights because my, my mom was a single mom growing up, so I realize it's tough. But I'm kind of a Batman, Superman. That's pretty much it. Those are my superheroes watching off. George Reeves as Superman, Batman and Robin, uh, Adam West uh, as uh, Batman in the 60s, and Superman you know, come home from school faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. It leaps on buildings a single bound. Look up in the sky. It's bird is playing. Oh, it's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. Strange vision from another planet who came to Earth. Powers and really far beyond that or man. Superman who came, who has a cane, can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel with his bare hands, and so on and so forth. And that's the Superman I grew up. And then the color episodes of Batman and Robin. That started right out in color, I believe, on ABC in 1960, late 65, 66. They even made a Batman movie. But I thought this uh, Wonder Woman, and, and I understand that there's people that are fans of all those superheroes. I am not. I did like Aquaman. It was okay. But uh, to me, this was slow. It started out slow, and it kind of got boring, and I had a hard time following it. So I'm going to have to give it a C. And I know a lot of people did pan it, but it's making a lot of money, and it's number one. So, you know, what do the critics know? What do I know? Just not my type of movie. Was it well done and acted? Yes, it was. <coughs> Good special effects, but... I'm more into uh, the classic superheroes, uh, the classic villain monster movies, and of course uh, history, movies about histories and biographies, and of course comedies. Love my comedies. I still haven't seen uh, Stan and Ollie yet, and I haven't seen it on any of the, like Netflix, I haven't seen it on the pay-per-views, and I certainly haven't seen it being advertised on DVD. So. I have not seen it, but I'm waiting to, and then I will talk about that. There's a movie called uh, I'm Not There, 
And it's really, really strange movie. It's about a father and son, and I am not, I, I think whoever wrote this was smoking some, some major crack or something. Really depressing and strange. It stars J.K. Simmons, who used to be in that uh, show Oz on um, HBO. He was the gay Nazi <laughs> leader in prison. Didn't like it. And, you know, he's only 64. God, I thought he was like 70-something. He is an old-looking dude for his age. He looks 84. He really looks old. He's been in some movies and shows, and he does those co commercials. That's another thing. I think celebrity commercials, really, do they work? They don't work for me. I'm not buying Gold Bond because Shaq rubs it on his ugly toes and balls. No, thank you. I'm not buying insurance because uh, some celebrity wants me to or a comet or something. I'm buying it because it works and because I like it and because the price is right. Now they've proven celebrity commercials don't work except for Michael Jordan. But yet they, they keep using them. Then in Hollywood they yell about being fair, being fair. Like, uh, what's his name, Alec Baldwin? What a hypocrite. He talked about, uh, oh, he, I'm joining the, the ranks of the 99%. I'm against the banks, but then he does uh, bank commercials, I think, for uh, Western Union or somebody does bank commercials for one of the credit card companies and banks. That's a hypocrite. Most of them are hypocrites. Oh, we're going to be fair. We want everybody to have a piece of the pie. But no, I'm taking all the pie. I want it all. You get Dennis Quaid doing these stupid-ass commercials. Dennis, make a decent movie. You haven't made a decent movie in like in 10 years. Make one. Stop doing commercials. Chris Paul and all them. James Harden. Hey, quit doing commercials and win a frickin' playoff game. You're in the playoffs every year and you either get bounced in the first or second round or Chris Paul gets hurt. <sighs> Annoying. Well, back to the movie reviews. Uh, there's a movie called Great, 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 which is about a couple that are cheating on each other or, or she's cheating on him. By the way, I give I'm Not There a C because I couldn't understand what was going on. Good acting, but depressing. Great, great, great. <clears throat> uh, give that a eh, C plus. Low budget, but the acting is fairly okay. Uh, the last race is about NASCAR sport. I'm not really into a NASCAR thing. Uh, although if you like NASCAR, you'll probably like it. Myself, I give it a C. Close calls. Low budget horror movie. I give it a C plus because it was very low budget, but the acting was okay and the plot was okay. Um. Let me see. Uh, Love Under the Rainbow, starring Jodie Sweetin, who used to be in uh, Full House Hallmark movie. So, you know, how, I've told you how the Hallmark movies go, right? It's uh, things are good, things are bad, and then things get good again, whether it's Christmas, Valentine's, or a love story. Oh, I need to fall in love. But there he is. Oh, he's moving away. We're not going to be together. Oh, wait, he's staying. So... That's how that goes. And uh, isn't it romantic? We talked about that in the last show. Sucked. Not funny. It isn't funny. Isn't it romantic? It isn't funny. Fighting with the Family. Pretty good. Starring The Rock. Although he's not in it much. But based on a true story about English uh, pro wrestlers. And uh, Medea. I don't get it. Just don't get it. I mean, I've watched Medea Christmas. And I did laugh some of it when Larry the Cable Guy was in it. But I just don't get this. And didn't Flip Wilson do this in the 60s? And then Martin in the 70s with Shanae and 
grandmama or whatever. He dressed up like, uh, what was the name of that movie? Grandma's House or something. I give that a C minus. So it all depends, I guess, what you're into. But anyways, that's our uh, look at movie reviews for now here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, your best place for talk radio and musica. Shorty Bigori, this is Leo the Leprechaun. Wishing you all Leo the Farting Leprechaun, that is. <coughs> oh, oh, me lord. This is Leo the Farting Leprechaun. <coughs> Wishing you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Shorty Bigori. <laughs> I think I pooped my drawers. And that, folks, was Leo the Farting Leprechaun. Yep. Sounded like he might have messed himself on that uh, metal fart. <laughs> what do they call them, wet ones? Oh, well, that's disgusting, isn't it? But it is human nature. We all have to fart sooner or later. I guess, well, most of us. Have you ever known some people that never farted? It's like, man, how, how come they don't just combust, blow up inside? It's like a car that never backfires. I mean, every vehicle, new or used, sooner or later backfires even a little bit. And a fart is like a, vac a backfire, I guess. And um, <clears throat> I've had some friends, and they, like, never fart. I used to make fart noises while we rode around and drank beer in high school. We weren't 18, but we used to get fake IDs or get somebody to buy it for us. And the drinking age was 18. And the cops weren't really down on uh, drunk driving or driving people driving drinking uh, like they are now in the last 20 or so years. We drove around, and this, in a little town, about eight or 9,000 back then, with Bricker College being around here in Holton, the great northeast, Worcester County, Maine, um, we never got stopped. I think we got stopped once, and we didn't even have any beer on us. They were looking for uh, somebody who hadn't made a sexual assault or something, and they were looking for a black guy. And one of our buddies, my Bobby, Bobby Dinesh, my bud, my good buddy, good athlete, great athlete, great guy. He uh, now is a teacher in Florida, and he was with us, and they just stopped, looked at him, and let us go. They were looking for an African-American, and when they realized it wasn't him and it was just us basketball players, most of the, most everybody knew us all. Once they stopped and saw we were basketball players, they left us alone. Because men's, boys' basketball still rules, but it really ruled in the 70s and the 80s. So they let us, uh, they, they hardly ever bothered us. And we used to drive around potato fields. We'd drive around town drinking beer. And I wasn't much for drinking beer. <coughs> I actually don't like the taste of beer. And when I do, I drink like uh, Coors Light, which is pretty much just like spring water. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, we, I even used to like drink half and throw the other half out. And the can or bottle would make a clunk, clunk noise. Empty ones make a clang, like clankety clank. Really, like mine would go clunk because I just didn't want to drink any beer. And two or three beers, and I was like, oof, actually a beer or two, and I was like half out of it. And we should drink the old Boone's Farm wine. Remember that? Boone's Farm wine, apple cherry or cherry grape or uh, what was it? I think strawberry was the best. I, that I could tolerate. 
It was just like Kool-Aid with a punch. And we used to get Tipperillo cigars, ones with the tips on them, and we'd go up in the woods and drink and smoke and use the cigars to keep the mosquitoes away. Did you ever do that, my fellow uh, baby boomers? Yeah, you probably did. But anyways, um, it is St. Patrick's Day and uh, week, and so falls on a Sunday, which, uh, well, I guess I won't keep the, the bars from celebrating, or most people, I guess, will celebrate it Saturday night. And uh, it's actually more celebrated here than it is in Ireland, which is strange, isn't it? New York, Boston, Philadelphia, even Chicago has a big Irish community. So when on St. Patrick's Day, everybody's Irish, and I am Irish, Irish Catholic, and uh, proud of it. But um, it, uh, I probably won't do much for celebrating. I'll probably get a shamrock shake from uh, McDonald's. That'll be my big celebration. Well, shorty be gory, the rakes of Mallow, the <coughs> Notre Dame fight song. Well, it's not the school song. The school song is Cheer, Cheer for Old Notre Dame. But this is one of their fight songs, The Rakes of Mallow. Very good song. Speaking of the Irish, Conor McGregor is at it again. <clears throat> he supposedly, because we don't judge here at uh, Toxic Wise Hat Show, uh, I think punched a guy or hit him and took his phone, smashed the phone, and then took it. So Conor is being charged with assault and battery and I believe theft or burglary something like that it's uh, not exactly like a parking ticket it's kinda serious as much as you hate the paparazzi or someone taking your phone you're not allowed to assault them and you're not allowed to take their property whether it be a camera or a phone or a camera phone uh, as much as you like to and much as they're irritating because they don't they don't bother me but they do bother celebrities, and, you know, too much is given, much is expected. And, you, you know, like we're Russell Westbrook thing, you've got to put up with some of it. Now, on the other hand, you know, when a NASCAR driver drives his car, people don't run out and jump on his car. At least I don't believe they do, because that would be suicidal for one thing. And if uh, people are making a movie on a set, you're not allowed to jump in and say, Hey, Jack Nicholson, how you doing? Hey, get off the goddamn set. You know? You're not allowed to do that. But sporting events are more personal, especially basketball, because in football, you're kind of back from the field. They have uh, big helmets on and uniforms. You can't really see their faces unless, well, you can now with HD cameras. But um, baseball, you're kind of f far from the game. Basketball is one of the close, and hockey, same thing. They wear helmets and face pieces, and they're out on the ice, and although all people, all kinds of people do jump out at these sporting events, including soccer. Uh, basketball is, uh, <clears throat> you know, the uniforms are not constraining. You can see their faces. Uh, the court is really close to, uh, the seats are close, close to the court, so you, you're the, if you have good seats, you're close to the players. But uh, Connor is in a bit of trouble. When we asked about him, he said, oh, shit, I'm going to knock somebody's drawers right off. No, he didn't say that. But he's probably thinking it. And uh, maybe we'll, uh, we'll interview him for sure uh, when we find out exactly 
what happens. But this is our St. Patty's Day special week show. Uh, St. Patty's is on uh, Sunday, and so this show will run the whole week of St. Patty's Day. Showing it because always, always after me, Lucky Charms. I like Lucky Charms. Captain Crunch is my favorite, but uh, Lucky Charms is right up there. Used to love those variety packs. But the variety packs didn't come with prizes very often. And remember at, uh, like, the peanut butter, I think it was, was it Jif or Peter Pan? You could send away for a kite, great big Peter Pan kite. I'm not sure if it was Peter Pan. I'm almost going to say it's Peter Pan. I used to send away for the uh, kite and get a great big kite, put it together. Of course, my, my kite would break off and probably still floating somewhere in northern Maine. I don't know, central Maine. Maybe it hit Mount Katahdin, something like that. But anyways, uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. And since it is St. Patty's Day, and this is the end of our show, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And we are going to end with the Rakes of Mallow song from the Notre Dame Fighting Irish Band. You might remember this tune from the movie Rudy. Remember the football player who finally got to play like two minutes in the game his senior year? Good movie. Uh, Sean Astin, I believe. But anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in to the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. I've been your host, Mark Chaplin. And uh, here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. But everybody's Irish on St. Patty's Day. So thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you and be with you on the next show.